0: All right, well, let's get started. So go ahead and um, put your props at the front and we're going to start in a child's pose. So big toes together, knees apart, enough for you to sit on your heels and bring your head down to the floor or a block or a blanket just bending your arms, rest your elbows on the floor. Feeling your breath. Guiding your breath in so that your torso expands and fills with the inhale and that you feel a sense of release of tension on the exhale. And then come up onto your hands and knees, separate your feet. spreading your fingers, flatten your knuckles to the floor and as you exhale slowly round your back and pausing in that rounded back, broadening the shoulder blades and then inhale slowly into a back bend, letting your shoulder blades come closer, keeping the elbows straight And then exhaling round your back, scooping your belly up, lifting up out of the shoulders. And then inhale, back bend, sinking into your shoulders, really drawing the belly forward. And then exhale, round your back. And then as you inhale, back bend. Exhale round your back, really curve your forehead in toward your heart and then inhale back bend. Exhaling round and then inhaling back bend. And begin circling the ribs in a sideways pattern, out to the side, up to the ceiling, down the other side under. But as you circle, make the circle large so you're really shifting the rib cage out in those directions to make the largest, fullest circle that you can. Try to maintain as straight of an elbow on each arm as possible without sacrificing the opening of the ribs. And then go the other direction. and slow it down into a stop and a back bend. And as you exhale, round your back. And then as you inhale, arch into a back bend, but lift the right knee up behind you, keeping the hips level. The knee that's lifted, bend it, reaching the toes toward that same side shoulder and lift through the heart. Now keep the knee lifting but twist your right hip up, turning to try to stack the hips and as you do lean into your right hand but look to the left. So you see the foot out of the corner of your eye or hopefully, maybe, maybe not, it doesn't matter but lift the knee. Keep it lifted as you twist and then exhale the knee to the floor. Round your back and as you inhale for a back bend lift the left knee. First starting with level hips, meaning the left hip bone is turning down, but the knee is lifting up. Big toe reaching longer and toward the left shoulder. And then start twisting, keeping the knee lifted. Lean into your left hand, but look right. Keep the back bend. Keep the knuckles down. And then exhale the knee down, round your back and then inhale back bend and then tuck your toes under. Keep your knees this bent, move into down dog with very bent knees so you stay fairly low pressing your hips and your heart backward. Adjusting the feet further back if needed so you have enough of a stride to really stretch your armpits completely open. And as you flatten each knuckle of every finger of your hand, slowly stretch your legs straight without losing that press back. As the legs go straight, turn the heels slightly out so they're away from each other. And then just bending one knee, stretch the straight leg heel down. And then switch, going back and forth at a slow rhythm to feel a sense of Warming up, loosening up the backs of the legs. But stay steady and supportive with the arms helping the hips stay lifted. The heart stay moving back. And then reach through both legs. And then exhale the knees back to the floor and point your feet, inhale to a back bend. Have your hips above knees, knees under hips. As you keep that, walk your hands as forward as you can go without moving the hips. Shoulder with hands, same setup. Straight arms, draw your heart back towards your legs as you sink your chest down. Looking forward, letting your chest and belly hang so that you're not holding the back flat or straight, but letting it bend. Press the floor away and really open up the front body. And then belly in, inhale up to hands and knees, getting the hands back under the shoulders. And then start shoulder rolls, rolling the shoulders either in a forward rolling pattern or backward. But keep the elbows straight, otherwise it won't be as effective. As you're rolling, you're shrugging the shoulders toward the ears in away, and as you do it you're either lifting up out of the shoulder or sinking into them so this combo of movements creates the circle and go the other direction go slow enough so that you're not rounding your back which is what I'm seeing happen your spine should feel like it's immobile it should only be the shoulders moving the shoulder blades. So if you were to put wax on a car, you you got the wax on, wax off, right? right? The car hood does not go up and down on you, does it? It doesn't go up and go down when you're waxing. So your spine should stay like the hood of a car, completely stationary. And go back to the first circling pattern and then the other pattern. and then slow it into a back bend, tuck your toes, enter downward dog the same way, transition back with the really bent knees so you lay almost on your thighs. Pressing back, see that your heels are turned out, outer feet are parallel and keep the press back, looking back, straighten your legs slowly. And then start the pedaling of the feet, bending one knee, taking the heel down. Maintain connection with your knuckles against the ground. And then stretch through both legs, really reaching. And then inhaling, lift your right leg up in the air, bend and twist upward, just like you did on hands and knees, but press up through the hips, lift, stretch the left leg completely straight and exhale, swing that foot forward between your hands for a lunge and split the legs enough that your hips are as low as your front knee back leg straight stand up on your fingertips and draw your heart forward as you reach the back leg backward and then back to downward dog and then with an inhalation lift your left leg bending and twisting but keep the Right knee straight, right heel down. Push your hips up as high as you can and lift the knee. Open the toes. Then exhale, swing the foot between your hands. If it doesn't make it, help it up so that your ankle is exactly under the knee. Hips as low as the knee. Stand on your fingers again and reach your back leg extremely straight. Press your right heel back, right thigh bone up away from the floor. And pull your heart away from your belly to stretch out the front side of your torso. Rotate the back leg inward toward the center so the kneecap turns to face in a little bit. And then back to downward dog. Again pedaling the legs at a slow rhythm. and then both legs slowly straight. and then exhale the knees to the floor at the same time point your feet back bend with your hips above your knees make that accurate not in front of your knees where are your hips your hips are those things your legs connect to put them above your knees and then walk your hands forward for half dog again straight elbows pressing your heart back but still some of you the hips are not even anywhere near over the knees so adjust so that your arms and upper back should not feel heavy or jammed but instead should feel like the weight is in the legs not in the arms belly hanging as you press your heart backward toward the legs flatten the knuckles press your shin bones down ankles, feet, toenails. One more breath, really reaching through the arms to get even more length and then draw your belly in. Come all the way up to your hands and knees, adjusting your hands back enough, do a back bend. With the hands connected, tuck your toes, go into down dog the same way as before, with bent knees, shifting back, then slowly straighten your legs. And then inhaling, raise your right leg, bend and twist. And exhale, bring it forward into the lunge. And then standing on your fingertips. Make sure your feet are split wide so that your left foot's as far back as it'll go, so your hips are as low as they'll go. And then right hand on your knee. Now take your left thigh, your back leg, lift the thigh up. And then pressing into your right knee, spin from your hips to the right, standing tall on those left fingers. And allow the pelvis on the left to turn down an inch or so. The back leg stays lifted up. And then right hand to your hip, spin that shoulder elbow back to point behind you. And see if you can curve your upper, upper back and chest and head into a back bend, leaning more back. Then inhale, raise the right arm up, exhale it over and down, downward dog. And then as you inhale, lift your left leg, bend and twist. And exhale, bring it forward. Set up the feet the same way, split the legs. Hips are as low as this front knee. Then stand up on the fingertips, left hand on your knee, keeping your back thigh lifted. As you exhale, start from the pelvis, turning to the left, so the right hip bone dips down an inch, and then your belly, your ribs all start turning more and more and more. And once the twist is at its fullest, hand, left hand to the hip, spin that shoulder and elbow to point back so the tip of the elbow looks directly behind you. And then back bend your chest more, curving back leaning back. And as you lean back, think of slightly swaying the left hip out to the left, just as a counterbalance. And then inhale the left arm up. Exhale it over and down. Downward dog. And pedal the legs for a brief moment, rocking back and forth. And then reach through both. And then as you inhale, right leg up, bend and twist. Exhale, bring it forward to the lunge. On this one, put the back knee to the floor, scoot that knee as far back as you can, but again your front shin is vertical. So it means if you were slowly creeping into the back end of your mat, creep forward so that you have room. And once you're there, pointing your back foot, keep the knee where it is, but slide your foot an inch to the left. So that'll help to turn the hips. The knee doesn't move, but the foot moves out. Then, turning your left hip forward, the right one back, Gently press into your back shin and sink your hips lower, drawing your heart up, standing tall on the fingers. So you're just on the floor still, but just lightly there, drawing your chest. And then place your hands on your knee without your hips lifting. Keep your hips down, peel your chest up. And then inhale, open the arms, reaching behind you to interlace your fingers. First, get the shoulders back, shoulder blades in, and then work to take the arms straighter. If you cannot straighten with the shoulder blades staying together, don't straighten. Just keep the arms bent. And then as you reach, or if you just squeeze back, think of sticking your butt and chest out, really curving the rib cage forward and up, expanding it. And then exhale, release the hands back down, tuck the back toes back knee lifts and then down dog and then as you inhale lift your left leg bend and twist and as you exhale bring it forward into the lunge back knee to the floor for the low lunge scoot the back knee back as far as you need to to have your hips as low as possible and again keep the knee there just slide your foot to the right just an inch to help rotate everything to face forward. Then standing on your fingertips, right under your shoulders, press the back shin down, really make it solid and squeeze your hips low as you lift your chest up. Don't lift your hands yet, just lengthen your chest. Lengthening, lifting your chest doesn't require actually having to come up, but it's instead flattening out the upper back by pulling through the breastbone, making length on the front. Now keep the hips where they are, put the hands on the knee, and then peel your chest up, maintaining the groundedness of the legs and hips, open the arms, reach behind you, interlace your weird way, so your other baby finger is outside, and shoulders back, and if they stay back, arms can reach, but lift your chest, your chest is caving in, your breastbone your breastbone is vertical, meaning the top and bottom points of the breastbone are stacked. Then puff the bottom tip of the breastbone more forward and up so that the the breastbone at the top is closer than the bottom to you. Back shin bone really strong on the floor. And then exhaling release it down. Tuck the back toes, lift that knee up, downward dog pedaling the legs a little once you get there. Maintaining the lift of your tailbone, the reach through the arms and the reach through both legs. And then looking forward, bending your knees, slowly walk your feet up to the front of your mat. So you're at the very, very front end, at the very edge, placing your feet hip-width apart, rotate, turning the feet so the outer edges are parallel with each other, blocks under each hand if you can't touch with straight legs, every finger, and hang your head, but straight knees all the way, every finger pressing down, and relax your neck. And then as you inhale, keeping your legs active and the thighs engaged, slide up your legs until you can stick your butt and chest out and make a flat back. So your hands go up, probably around knee level or so. And then exhale, fold down, keeping the legs strong and engaged. Inhaling slide up again opening your chest, drawing your breastbone more forward, and exhaling slide down. So it's like you're smoothing out your legs. Inhale slide up the fronts of your legs until the back's flat, roll the pubic bone further back through your legs, and then exhale slide back down. And then bend your knees, touch the floor, look forward flatten out your back. Then as you exhale, step your left foot back coming into a high lunge. Again get the distance down so that your hips are at knee level and the front shin bone is vertical so move the knee right over the ankle. Now put a block to the outside of your foot tall, put one on the inside tall so you have equal. So turn them all the way up. Even if you can go lower, start up tall, just so that you have a starting point. Because in every pose, you don't want to start in the in intense mode. You want to ease and start in an easiest place before you go into more intensity. Now put the back foot flat. Actually, keep the back heel up first. Keep the back heel up. Feet are hip width apart. Turn the back leg inward like you did in the lunge before. Pull the right hip backward, left one forward. Really turn like you're plugging the legs in the hip. Draw your chest out. Flatten your back. Then keep that as you straighten the front knee slowly. As it straightens, watch that you don't turn the left hip back. Keep it forward. Coming into Parshvotanasana. but stay light on the blocks. Stay lifted up on the back foot so the heel is really up to give you some extra height. And then bend the front knee back. Now spin the back foot flat so the heels are in line with each other from front one to back. Toes are turned just slightly toward the front. Put your left hand on your left hip. Now don't turn your chest, just stick your chest out, your butt out, so that you curve your lower back in like you did on the back bend on the hands and knees. And then straighten the front knee again. Watching that you don't lose that curve in. Again, the breastbone, bottom tip more away from the heart, the uppermost part of the breastbone closer. And once the leg is straight, think of scooping the right hip socket more away from the front foot, drawing it back. And as it draws back, pull your heart forward. And maintain that as you spin your heart up toward the ceiling without the hips turning much so the left hip bone stays forward. Once you're there, wrap the left arm behind your back toward your front leg. Use the thigh muscles, especially the front leg, really working to support the pose and to keep the leg stable. Turning that left shoulder and elbow back, see if you can rotate upward. Continue rotating your chest up, but as you draw that elbow and shoulder back, can you move the bre- bottom br- tip of the breastbone forward so that the arm actually doesn't touch much of your side, that the rib cage coils forward and upward toward the face without getting stuck on the side chest. And then slip the arm back out, reach it up to the ceiling and then bend the front knee and sweep back down into a lunge. Back heel turns up. So a lunge always means the back heel up. So that's kind of the starting point. Now with your left hand staying on the left block, put your right hand on your right hip. Now keep the hips doing the same thing as before. The right one going back, left one forward, but the back thigh is lifted. So in other words, don't let your left buttock crash against your back thigh. Now exhale and twist to the right like we did in the lunge earlier. So the pelvis on the left goes down an inch or so. You twist but look at the front foot. Use that as your gaze, your focal point. Then as you keep the twist of the pelvis, you're turning your chest as well, begin to straighten your front leg by moving the right hip further toward the back of the room to come into revolving triangle, which may be quite intense. So adjust and adapt so that you're not overworking. Think of the feet trying to push out toward the side walls, away from the center, as you lift your tailbone and breastbone to turn more freely. Right elbow trying to point toward the wall behind you, out. Actually, to the left wall. And then rebend the knee slowly. And then bring your hand back to the block. You can spread the blocks a little bit to s- slowly step the left foot forward. And then just step the right one back for the other side. <coughs> then once you have that foot back, make sure the distance is there. Your feet are truly hip-width and the back leg is rotating in. Then draw your heart forward as you pull the left hip back. When you pull the left hip back, watch that the chest doesn't want to go for the ride backward and to the left, but that it pulls forward. Then slowly straighten the left leg by pulling that left hip more back, keeping the right one forward. Resist the temptation to let your back round. from the straightening of the leg, keep a lift in the heart, a lift in the tailbone. Back heel in the air, as high as it will go, rotate the back thigh in, rotate so the inside of your back leg is reaching more behind you and that the outer edge of the leg is turning forward with you. But you do that without the back heel dropping past vertical. Mm Then. Lengthen your heart a little more, bottom breastbone out, and then rebend the knee. Once it's bent, back heel just spins down so the heels line up, toes are slightly in, right hand to the hip. And without turning your chest yet, stick your tailbone out and up, breastbone out and up. Try to curve the back in, making it more curved, dipped in. Then slowly straighten the leg as you roll the left hip underneath you toward the back of the mat, down and back, Mm -hmm. hinging from the hip creases, back thigh really strong, Uh weight to the outer back heel, then turn your heart upward, but as you do, watch that the right hip bone stays turned a little forward and down, and try to point the right elbow straight behind you in the direction your back is facing and then wrap the right arm don't go so deep that you get stuck but that you still have some mobility to roll the shoulder back and then the heart turns more but keep the right hip bone staying a little down turn your right toes out a little more toward yeah a little bit right there that's it and then as you twist and turn keep the length coming Left hip socket scooping to the floor and toward the back foot so that your left hip it keeps getting lower and lower compared to the right. It's like the left one's going to roll underneath the right. Wiggle the right shoulder blade more into your back and scoop the rib cage forward of that arm so it's less touching the arm and the, up and the side body and then unhook the back arm very slowly reaching it up and then bend the front knee and then exhale back down into a lunge check to see the feet or hip width and then with the right hand staying on the block left hand on your hip and then just as before as you lift your chest pull the legs into the hips and start to turn to the left as you turn The hips again turn but the back thigh doesn't sink. It stays lifted and the heel up as if the side of your back foot was on a wall. Then maintain the twist of your spine and the lift of your chest. Begin to straighten the front leg by pulling the leg deeper into the hip, carving out a deeper hip socket as you straighten. The back heel is lifting to create a little more height. But do let the pelvis become uneven. Right hip lower than the left. It doesn't have to go more than maybe an inch or so, but just enough to get a turn roughly 12 degrees or so. And then try to spin the left shoulder and elbow back so that the elbow points in the direction your back faces. A little back bend in the chest. But make the back leg even stronger. Good and then slowly bend the front knee back, then undo the twist to touch the block. And then if you used blocks for standing forward bend, take the blocks with you, but spin your feet to the right, walking your hands around in between, kind of in the middle between the legs. Keep your legs spread at least five feet apart, putting the heels on the same line. And then visibly, obviously, turn your feet in so the toes look toward each other more. So there's a slight pigeon toe, but it's absolutely visible, which means turn in more. Then lift up on your fingertips, whether on the floor or block, most of you need to be on blocks, so that the lower back is dipping in, which means you should feel a valley between the two sides of your back, and if as I always say, if it were to rain, you would catch a pool of water in your low back. Whereas most of you are feeling two sides of your back and a valley there, but it's meaning that it's coming from a different thing than the arching. So some of you, you need to lift up even more. Another tool, another technique or landmark is you should be able to see the wall in front of you clearly without straining your neck. Now from here, Bend your left knee without your feet moving. Bend your left knee, leaning into the, the left heel, but swing your pelvis backward. Kind of lean back, pulling the right hip around toward the left. So it's like your tailbone is turning to point toward the left, which means your tailbone is this thing right here, right? right? So when you bend, the tailbone turns so it looks more in the direction of your left. And then bend the other knee, straightening the left leg, keep the bottoms of your feet flat. Now as you lean into the right knee, lean back into the heel, but draw the, right, the left and right hip kind of back like you're turning your tailbone to point toward where the right heel is placed. Does that make any sense? All right. All right go back to the left. When you bend the left knee, think of pulling your right hip away from your right shoulder. So your tailbone starts, instead of pointing straight behind you, it's turning behind you into the left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Does that make better sense? And then switch to the other leg again. Keep up on the blocks if your back is rounding, otherwise all you're doing is risking your spine. Mm -hmm. Touching the floor is the ego's way of being satisfied, not your body. Mm -hmm. Good, then both legs straight. And then keeping the legs straight, inhale, lift the heart exhale without moving your hands fold down just bend the elbows keep the fingers where they were inhale lifting up remember the thing we did in standing forward bend same idea lifting up flat back and exhaling fold down go with your breath so it's a wave inhaling lifting up exhaling fold so as you're continuing this pattern on your own you should feel like as you're lifting up the tailbone slightly curls down to roll you up a bit, but then it lifts back up before you go back down. So in other words, as you're moving in this, your pelvis should not hold still, but should rock back and forth. Kind of like the rounding and arching you do in your back on hands and knees. And the next wave down, stay down for a breath or so. Really stretching, pulling up through the legs to lift the tailbone as high as possible and to descend your heart and head as low as possible. But let go in your neck. Look through your legs. Press into the floor so you're not hanging, which is not healthy for your spine. And then lift back up, bend your knees, wiggle your feet closer if needed so you can spin back around to face the front of the room and then move into a downward dog. And then bending your right knee, swing your right knee out as you bring the foot up, shin up for Pigeon Lunge. Land your knee out to the right, way out to the right. Foot flexed and then turn the back leg in, hips to face forward. Start with the turn first, pulling the right hip back, left forward. Then scoop back whatever mat you want and then come forward onto your elbows. Interlace your fingers and hang your head. And just marinate for a few breaths in the pose. Press your back shin bone to the floor as you reach straight back through the toes so the foot's not twisted, but straight back, shin bone pressing just as you did in that low lunge earlier to help gently nudge the hips closer to the floor. And then slowly walk back up onto your hands tuck the back toes, lift the back knee, and coact to downward dog, and rebound forward with the left leg immediately to Pigeon Lunge. Landing the knee out wide, foot is flexing, hips accurately turned forward. Now another point that I'm seeing is that you turn the hips forward and that's working nicely, but the back leg is taking a detour, it's veering off to the right. Wherever your right hip is, if you were to make a line, draw a line on your mat, from the front to back of your mat, where your right hip is, place your ankle of the right leg on that line. Does that make sense? Because, and I did it for years, and sometimes if I'm not thinking, I'll do it. See how the back leg is? It's veering off. So an easy way is to look like this, scoot the leg over, And then, it's almost like a wall was against the right side of you. And then come down to your elbows. That just lines up the hip joints and the legs so that the energy for one can flow freely and for the structures that you're stretching and releasing to be aligned as they do so. reaching through the back foot taking the big toe stretching it longer and longer press the toenails the foot and the shin bone to the floor more and more to help ground you to squeeze the hips a little lower monitor how much squeeze you create so that you're not moving past a sensation of stretch It's too much. Breathe. Can you send your breath into those areas that are speaking, that are now awakened in this pose? If you want to get philosophical, what are they saying besides maybe ouch or something? And then walk back up onto your hands, tuck the back toes, lift the back leg up, hips up, slide out slowly into down dog and then inhale upper push up, shoulders over wrist and then exhale lower yourself all the way to your belly. When you land point your feet and spread them to the sides of your mat so they're as wide as your mat. So if you were in a hallway that was as wide as your mat, your feet would be up against the walls. But then turn your kneecaps in so the legs rotate to look more at each other. Now with the hands back under the elbows, roll your shoulders and elbows back and then Pressing your shins down just like you did in those last poses, lift your heart up into a baby cobra, keeping the chin looking at chest as if you were holding a piece of fruit between your chin and chest. Then start rolling your shoulders in any way, you can do same time for both, you can wiggle them at the same time but in different directions, whatever works to feel the loosening of your shoulders because you're making those shoulder blade circles here. But as you do, do not sway your chest much. Keep your chest up so you're not starting to fade out down to the floor. But you stay lifted. Chin stays pointing in. And the spine stays relatively uh, neutral in the sense that it doesn't move. Now, try not to move any of this. Now do it. Just just as an idea, just think so that your chest stays really lifted there. Now do it without. See how that kind of holds you from twisting. So when you use all these muscles first. And then exhale, lower down for a breath. Squeeze the shoulder elbow back and then inhale from strong rooting shins. Peel up like a cobra would, but you're lucky enough to have arms to help you. Shoulders back, chest open. Wrap the shoulders back to give the shoulder blade support into the chest. Then bending your elbows, twist to your right, taking the right shoulder back, left one forward. Letting your left pelvis roll down with you. And then inhale through center, straightening the arms. Then exhale, bend the arms. So do bend and then twist with that bend. Don't hold the arms straight or you'll jam in the wrist do keep the elbows back. And then inhale back to center. Belly in, hands and knees. Cross your shins and come to sitting. How are we feeling? All right. Uh, Do we have enough for everyone to have three blankets? Is there enough up there? So have a third blanket. <coughs> Once you have your, your uh, blankets, take your blanket from the starting fold which is like this and you can roll it up from the long end. I like to open it once so it's like this so that way when you roll it it is in a more of a tight roll. And you always roll from the folded edges so that way any excess just kind of falls out. But it doesn't have to be completely lump free just as long as it's nicely rolled. Do that with two of your blankets. third blanket just fold in a square, just simple square shape like that. All right, so take, you're going to take whatever blanket you want to use, whatever is the thinner roll if there is one put that in front you're going to put that a little bit back from the front of your mat then you'll need your two blocks and you're going to place them just a couple inches apart but turn them so that the long edges are facing the front and backs of your mat and you're going to put your other roll on top of it so we're going to set up for shavasana even though we're going to um do something before we get there but I wanted to give you a really juicy shavasana today since it's you know the holidays all right so what you'll do is um, do you care to demonstrate so go and lie on your back so if you just watch for a second most of you know this but the roll will go at the back of the knees so it supports kind of this curve between the calf and the back of the thigh so there's that curvature that that's supporting. The other blanket roll would, is going to support the back of the ankle, so that the heels, as they're supported, the heel will rest against the blanket. So once you figure out that you've got yourself in the right spot, then uh, bend your knees into your chest. And then you're going to take a twist, for, so take your legs to the left, left hand on the top knee. That's the basic first you know, stage here but if you want to take it a little further then what you can do is you can either use your hand or you can use a belt. So if you use a belt you just loop it around your feet and you hold it with your uh, left hand and then you slowly stretch your legs up like this and you just let the legs kind of rest down but the belt's just to make your arm longer. You may not get that high. If you can't get the legs to come up at all, then don't bother if it's more hamstring stretch because this is more of just a way to give the twist a little more juice. The other arm is just reaching kind of out. So you're going to do that on your own for about three to five breaths each side and then return back to center, placing the legs over the two rolls with the feet about hip width or so apart. Mm Okay, so go ahead and get situated for that. So scoop back, at least so you can have that under your head, too. Mm -hmm. Uh And try to move in your transitioning. Very slow, so that you feel each movement. You're mindful of each movement. Actually, I want to try a different one with you today. Let's see. That way you'll have more. Okay. And this is going to go under your head. And then what you'll do here, let's see, rest this arm like that. And then you're going to bring, lift your knee up. for you Mm -hmm. to be resting and so it's just that you're like a big body pillow almost. Mm How does it feel? (laughs) Alright. And that's your shavasana from now on. Once you've finished each side for three to five breaths, then make sure that you position yourself and adjust yourself for relaxation pose so that you're in a place that's supported and comfortable. And that you'll be able to just be in that shape without any probability or predictions of any physical distress. Once you're in that position, adjust the arms enough away from your sides so that the upper arms are not touching the side body, so that the armpits are open. The arms are rotated enough so the palms can face up with ease. And the back of your neck is long by moving the skull, the back skull, slightly more away from the upper back. Once you are settled, begin to just notice your breath. Just allowing your mind to simply observe and pay attention. And as your awareness becomes a little more focused on the breath. Tune into the feeling of the breath, heightening the sense of perception in your skin, feeling how the breath brilliantly shifts and alters and reshapes your body as it comes in, as it moves out. It's a constant shaping and reshaping. Feel that adaptation. And as you really start to connect fully, deeply to that sense of feeling begin to rest more fully. Placing any efforts on your part on just on pause to allow Shavasana emerge. As thoughts arise, and they will, just disconnect as much as possible from them, drifting away even though they're still there. Allow them to be as they are without engaging or dancing around with them. And when you do engage or dance with them, simply disconnect once more. to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And then begin to slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms, through your legs, and then relax. And then press your lower back against the floor and bend your knees, placing your feet on the taller bolster roll. And then as you exhale, bring your knees towards your chest and roll over onto your right side. And then use your arms underneath you to slowly come up to sitting and when you're seated join your hands together in front of your heart bow your head namaste, namaste.